special treat for everyone out there. I uh-huh. did watch the library had seven psychopaths the movie. But oh. definitely borrowed it and watched it and holy shit. The movie is a whole lot better than the fucking comic. Yeah, I I can't Tie-ins. imagine it's that Tie-ins, hard. Bro. I can't imagine it's that hard to be better than that comic. I would hope. Yeah, man, that thing was trash. Fuck that book. Yeah, for real. Like, there is not a single dialogue that is even close to anything from either or. Like, they did not tie in a single piece of shit from that. Except, I think at one point Sam Rockwell's character might say something about, like, there need to be seven. Or, or no, no, he didn't say there need to be seven. (laughs) But at the very end, he's like, there needs to be a shootout. And he was very specific about needing to have a shootout as the climax of the movie. Oh, okay. I I mean, that's better than seven. Like, having a shootout is way more effective than having seven people. Am I wrong? Yeah. No. Well. Good. (laughs) No, not wrong. No, you're not. not. Because there aren't even. (laughs) No, because there aren't even seven psychopaths in the movie. Because Sam Rockwell's character. Spoiler alert for those of us who haven't. For those of you who haven't seen this movie from 2000 fucking uh, five, okay, okay, he's two of the psychopaths. He's has two sevenths of this team. What? what? Why? And and there isn't a team. It's not a team of psychopaths. It's all right. So fuck it. Multiple we'll personality. Multiple personality no. disorder. No. Oh, like fuck Legion. No. This is like good. split. Okay. Boom. Boom. This is actually enjoyable. No. What the fuck nothing like are those you talking examples. about? Fuck you. <laughs> what? What is it? Hold on. I'm chatting with some female. Right. Give me a second. I just have to seal this. Deal. How old is she? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> She's an adult woman. Capable of making her own mistakes in life. And I'm just hoping to be one of those. Legally an adult. Or technically an adult. <laughs> technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mature, maturity-wise, maybe not, but... <laughs> that's that's why I'm talking to her, I think. Man, I've, I've, had a, I've had one of those, like, summer colds somehow. Ah. I don't know why or like where the fuck that happened from. Yeah, the worst. is that a thing? It the is a summer thing. Colds, summer colds, you know. There's a there's okay, an episode good. of uh there's an episode of Metalocalypse about summer colds. How they were complaining about their good. summer colds so, when everybody had worse problems. <laughs> it's great. No, this is the worst problem anyone could ever have ever in yeah. the world. That's what they said in the in Metalocalypse too. Man, is it worse? Is it worse than diabetes? <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. That shit is like rainbows compared to the Sorry, diabetes. Actually, actually it's just starting off, so it it's totally fine right now. It's just a mild inconvenience. Yeah. Well, that's enough. Yeah, and that is way too much for me to take. Are you going to tell me about Sam Rockwell or what? What was he? Yeah, all right. So team? Man, I my notes on this were so much longer than anything I've ever taken on anything I was supposed oh, really? to. Do you, do you want to save it for later in the episode, then? I can. I mean... Yeah, maybe we should get started if it'll be a long thing. I guess I thought it was a short thing. I don't, I don't go half in half cock on these. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> unnecessary movie notes I take. All right. So I just noticed we're already 11 minutes in to this like intro. Maybe you are. I'm only 9 minutes and 41 seconds in. Oh shit. Probably cut some of that out anyway. None of it. It all stays. Yeah, I just I realize that like every every week these days our shows start out like Ozymandias, that uh, Breaking Bad episode. Do you know which episode that is? No. Why would I know a specific title of a Breaking Bad? Because episode? it's the it was the greatest episode of Breaking Bad. It's the one where uh, Hank gets shot, and the in, oh, the introduction was, was like like fifteen minutes before they even got to the opening credits. So it's like every week we're doing that. Every week is Ozymandias. I think that's the name. I hope I'm not fucking that up. Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever it is. Yeah. No. It's one of those things. Warlock but, uh, has a song, and he pronounces it as Ozymandias. So, oh, really? Is it about Breaking Bad? No, it's about the uh, character from The Watchmen. Oh, okay. Well, wh- why don't we... Uh, no, no don't we... fuck that jazz. I like the idea of having the opening credits not kick in until the last seven minutes of an episode. Dude, like, ep- like uh, Push season the three... Push envelope of podcasting, my friend. That's what we're doing here. You need to watch season three, episode six of Legion. They don't have the credits until like uh, 50 minutes in. Raffi. It's fucking great. Yeah, and Raffi was in it too, so it was awesome. Raffi bomb. So greatest introduction to a thing. Fine. Uh, hit, hit my cue. <laughs> Shit, where is it? There it is. All aboard! Welcome once again to Talking Tracks. Boom. I nailed it. There Perfect. you go. That was the whole intro? That was I'm Donnie. That was it. That's all we needed. No, fuck you. We don't need that shit. Okay. Just all the board. Choo-choo. Talking all right. Tracks. <laughs> Ride the rails. Doesn't, doesn't matter who we are. Hobo stabbing. <laughs> Wait, are we stabbing hobos or are we the hobos stabbing? If, I mean, if they're on my boxcar, I'm stabbing them. It is mine. <laughs> okay. Is that not what you do when you ride the train with little kids and they like throw you treats and shit? I want to, you yeah. Stab a hobo if he's in there? <laughs> I probably would. Stab stab those Taking fucking those kids sweet, for driving sweet, me crazy. Countryside views? Yeah. 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 Sweet, sweet that view is of the my way phone. train rides were intended to be. Yeah, true. Your, yeah. Your shitty uh 3DS video games. Mm-hmm. Man. Dude, I, I actually the the greatest train is in Thailand. I took a train there once, and it's like a slow ass train, and all the windows are opened because there's no air conditioning. So like you're just going through the train, and like you can go between the cars. Between the cars, there's a little like tiny little section of being outside, just like a regular train. It's great. My buddy had his banjo, and he we were like sitting on the oh, in between tracks, and he's like playing a banjo and shit, and we're like smoking cigarettes and drinking beer. It was great. It was amazing. That's the best train ride. Watching the countryside. Everybody else hated it except sweet. for us. That, but it was great. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't know why everyone that hated that train like ride. That sounds like the kind of train ride where you would come across like a hobo trying to steal yeah. your like baked they, beans that you have in a can and shit, and you would have to stab him. That is I imagine it is. 
I, and, the, and the tickets were like dirt cheap. I think like a, a pack of gum is more expensive than those train tickets. It was so fucking cheap. It was unbelievable. Did you have a harmonica with you to play as well? No, I wish we did. Perfect. We needed Shit. one, yeah. Yeah, where was John Popper when you needed him? Yeah. yeah. I get to take a train tomorrow, go back to Guangzhou. Oh, man, that's going to be sweet. Yeah. I know, I'm Savor excited. It, my friend. I will. All right, anyway, it's today... Not, it's not we, every week you get to ride the train. It feels like it, though. Guangzhou. Fuck. If you're lucky. Today we are talking about A Train Called Love and the Powerpuff Girls DC comic and also Smallville, the uh, Thad Castle episodes. So what do you want to talk about first? You want to do a quick real intro? I mean, they know what they clicked on. So well, I, mean, we, they, I think we got enough of it, right? Who you're listening to. Yeah. yeah. I'm Donnie, by the Yo, way. Almighty, these two the God. The old man there you go. Tinder. What up? Yeah, hell yeah. Tindering sure. before the episode here. All right, so what are we talking about first? I, I think we should do a train called Love since uh, uh, we talked about trains and your uh, Tinder experiences here. Since so I'm all like pumped up to ride the rails. Yeah. Hell yeah. So this was a book by Garth Enos, who uh, wrote Preacher as well. And didn't he write something and else that we read? The, the boy. Boys. Oh, really? Okay, okay. So shit, I, for- I forgot that was him. All right, nice. The unfortunate thing about A Train Called Love is that you only see a train on the cover of the first issue. Uh, we only read, I only read five issues. Um, did you only read five? Yeah, I only read to five. Okay, okay. I guess the train is either not yet introduced or it's a metaphorical train. Which I, I do like metaphorical trains too, but I'd rather see a physical train, like a real train. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it was my preference, I'm gonna check out a sweet, sweet real life train and just soak it in, savor it. Right. Because uh, cause metaphors, you know, they, they'll sometimes fly away over my head. Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck the train metaphor was in this book, if, if that's the intention. Well, I don't know what it is either, but. Um... I mean, that's the title of the book, I guess, and it's a, kind of a love story, too. Uh, it's a very romantic book. It's a love the, story, uh, but it's not a train story. Well, yeah, I think, like, because the train, the train keeps going on tracks. The tracks. And the, so, there's, so like, love. there's tracks for love, right? Like, you're getting yeah. on track for this love story between Val Halla, which, Valerie Halla, which, yeah. by the way. Cool, cool name, awesome yeah. Awesome last name. I like that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Badass, and, brutal. And uh, Miles. So... Yeah, it's the track to their. Oh, I is that a metaphor? Um, yeah, that's a metaphor. Sure. Tweet us at giraffes hbt pod <laughs> and explain to me what a metaphor is because I don't know. Yeah, I think you got it. You nailed it. That's that's not the sort of reading I normally do. So, if there aren't pictures explaining it to me in detail, I don't get it. And Val- Valhalla also got a very dirty message in the very beginning. Where uh, that had a pretty good metaphor of the the dude who left I don't a message. Think that's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> he said, "I'll shit on your tits on, on yeah, the phone well, message." I think that's a metaphor. Not a metaphor. <laughs> just just uh, just tweet yeah, us that's about it. Definitely not a metaphor. I don't think. That's. I think it's a metaphor. But yeah, very romantic. It's a it's a very for, sweet for book. the train tracks of love. Is that what it's a metaphor for? <laughs> yeah. That that was your metaphorical train. Was this dude? creepily leaving her voicemails saying i'm gonna shit on your tits or not even voicemails answer machine messages 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that is a voicemail, right? Answering machine and... Well, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. I think... Yeah, sure. It's a metaphor. I don't think he literally wants to do that. He just wants to... Uh, no way. Did say you, the words. The way he was saying it, he absolutely <laughs> wanted to physically do that. I know. I was trying to fool you into thinking that was a metaphor. Also, going on at the beginning of this book is a... Uh, there's like a, some, a group of other characters and there's a black dude who tutors some rich white woman uh, who ends up being very hot. He goes to the white people's house and they're having like a clan barbecue. It's, uh, all the people in their clan hoods, they're like, oh, sorry, we forgot to reschedule. This is uh, not what it looks like. It's a ghost party or whatever. Yeah, well, Should've no, said ghost no, the party. ghost party is, that's what they told the daughter is what it was. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> when, later on, when uh, they show the, I think her name was Jessica, right? They show Jessica, yeah, she yeah. tracks down Mike to meet him at, like, a cafe or something. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, they were just having their ghost party to, like, show their friends, like, all their new, uh, like, costumes and shit. Like, that's how they explained it to this moronic little <laughs> teenager. That was pretty funny, too. So, so it's like, oh, we, we don't Google explain and tell her to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we don't, we don't hate uh, your people. Uh, we just don't like the people that uh, took her jobs. I like that they said took yeah, her jobs. Minorities. That was a good one. Or immigrants. Oh, yeah. Immigrants. Yeah, exactly. Immigrants. Mm. Oh, and then somebody, somebody, I forget who said this, but somebody called someone else a sausage jockey, which I thought was a pretty good. I wrote good, that one down too. Like, yeah. yeah what, that was a really good insult. So, wow. So all throughout the, this book, the best part about this book, I think, overall, <laughs> yeah. is just the potential titles for this episode. And Sausage Jockey was the very first one I put in parentheses, potential title. <laughs> my goodness. Later later on, Miles refers to someone as, uh, I can't remember if this is when they meet uh, the boyfriend, Marv. Was yeah. He, oh, no, no. It might have been when he was talking about the guy that killed, but he was calling someone all mouth and trousers. Which mouth and trousers. Right there. Yeah. yeah, shit. I have no idea okay. what the fuck that metaphor means. Like a train I don't know. for love. I don't know. It's a really good metaphor. Mouth and trousers. And and also a a big point of the story is uh this one dude is caught jerking off to uh horse bestiality porn by his girlfriend. That's Marv. Yeah, Marv, right. And it's uh Val's sister. Uh so she catches him jerking off to horse porn. Pretty embarrassing, I think. I would I would be I mean we all do it, right? But uh you know, you don't want to get horse. caught doing it. Right. Yeah. A horse, of course. That's right. Especially, yeah, and then because later on, they find yeah. out that uh, Jeff... By the way, what kind of name is Jeff? I don't know. That is, that is a stupid name. Maybe his like, yeah, full name is Jevediah. Yeah. Jefferson? Yeah, maybe. Jefferson. He's dating, he's dating <laughs> Beverly, the girl from that porn. Yeah, which was, uh, uh, Marv is like really into it. He's like talking to her, won't take his eyes off her and stuff, which is, uh, and then he, he actually tells his girlfriend that that's the girl from the horse porn. Do you know what you should never do? You should never tell your girlfriend when you meet somebody from a weird horse porn that you watched that, uh, got you into big trouble. I would not bring that up, especially if you're sitting at, I, at the yeah, dinner table. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, hey, that's that girl I've been jerking no off to in secret all this time. Uh, yeah. That yeah, is let's, that let's is go stupid. Out with them again next week if we can. Yeah, you do not want to tell her that. That is a wrong choice. What the fuck? 
I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a relationship expert. Ladies, uh, yeah, ladies, tweet fucking... us at Giraffes HBT yeah. Pod. Would that be a uh, foolish move? Well, absolutely. And men, men too. I think like for for ladies, maybe they they would probably say, "Oh, well, I would want to know." But for men, no, you keep that shit a secret. You'd never tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Take it to your grave, or tell your podcast partner on your show <laughs> yeah what what did you not tell your girlfriend what horrifying thing have you not told your girlfriend tell us that everything everything i want to know every single yeah, detail true my actual age my actual career <laughs> oh, what really? i actually look like what my dick actually looks like i mean everything i don't tell <laughs> her a single day what do you, what do you say your career is marine biologist um, yeah something that makes me sound <laughs> metaphor specialist yeah Oh, nice. Yeah. Marine biologist was uh, from Seinfeld. That's what George would always tell people his career Wait. was when they would ask. Fuck. No. Seinfeld is awful, by the way. That's a garbage show. But why the fuck you're, would he need a lie shit. when he works for the motherfucking Yankees? He didn't, he didn't work for the Yankees every season. It's like before oh, really? the Yankees or, or after. I think it was before. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, because he, he like that girl chokes or something. Susan or Suzanne. Yeah, yeah. Susan. And like somehow his, his like fiance. George Steinbrenner fires him for that? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember the details. I just remember that he would lie and say he's a marine biologist. And it was uh, very funny. And Seinfeld is a great show. Well, and uh, you're, you're full of shit. George Costanza is the I greatest character and say ever. I work for a baseball organization. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, true. That's the dream yeah. right there. It is. But he didn't have it like the whole run of the show. I know, but I'm saying, like, that is an infinitely more that. impressive job than being a marine biologist. I would lie and say that I work for <laughs> any baseball organization in the universe, because that's infinitely yeah. better and cooler than being a marine biologist. That's true. Who wants to talk to fish all day? Fucking Arthur Curry? Yeah, AC. Titans. We're great at yeah, these. Right. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll come, we'll, we'll come back to this uh, marine biology later. All right, but anyway, about this uh, train called Love. The four kids find a bunch of, they find a bunch of coke and they try to sell it to this gangster guy. Like they, they just, they, well, they didn't find it. They stole it from a cop car, actually. They stole it from which FBI is, agents. Yeah. That was crazy. Why, why would you do that? Eh, FBI or pussies. Why not? Yeah. I mean, fuck the police, obviously. But that's, that's fucking yeah. ballsy right police. there. Yeah. I mean, they were busy eating their, uh, their crab legs. So they couldn't pay any attention to their coke. And they you left their keys is. on the table to go up to take a piss. Do you ever leave yeah. your keys on the table when you're out Every to eat? time I'm meeting crab legs. Every single <laughs> yeah. time. Without fail. You need the, the mobility in your jeans to move your legs yeah. around for the crab <laughs> yeah, legs. You know I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's where it all goes to. Those crab legs right. go straight to my uh, inner thighs of my jeans. <laughs> right. Exactly. Jesus juggling dildos. That was another thing that they said in this book, which I enjoyed. Mike was a, a huge fan when he when they showed the couple flashback scenes of them. Their one African American friend, Mike, yeah. their token. He was a huge yeah. fan growing up of Carly Rae Jepsen. Call me maybe. That song I've referenced oh. once or twice here. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Was what he was listening to? Did you see that? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And it, it, he wasn't actually a gangsta. He's just black. I mean. 
And for as far as like the gay community goes, that's pretty gangster right there. Yeah. It, I mean, sure, yeah. It is gangsta. But anyway, they are selling Coke to Mr. Monsta, which uh that dude is pretty awesome too. He's kinda like uh reminded me of the Kingpin from that Daredevil movie with uh, Michael Clark Duncan. He's like a very, very big, scary Bring it up. You're bringing dude. up way too much for me to even know what you're trying to say here. All right, hold on a minute. I just heard black dude. You're, you're breaking up a lot, man. He's black. Yeah, I heard that part. That was the only part I heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Donnie's disconnected, I'll create some filler time. Bullshit. Fun for you all. So we have one of my new all-time favorite characters. Call me Dave. He's no... He's certainly not one of the four Daves level of greatness. But, I mean, what character ever could be, am I right? But, his name is Call Me Dave, which is awesome. He's a movie star, actor character, who's working on a project with D. Catherine Heigl. Who they actually used by name in this book. Yeah, the four Daves are way better. It goes, the four Daves, and then any author or illustrator named Dave Stewart. And then call me Dave. Okay, what what are you talking about? I was I just, just filling time. I was okay. just filling some time while you were away. Fill time. Don't worry. I have, I have the power of editing. You don't fill time while I deal with connections. Not, whoa, bro. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pull back the curtain too far. Live, oh, okay. Friday morning at midnight, man. Oh, that's true. Oh, so you're talking about Dave? Call me Dave, yeah. All right, Dave is... Potentially uh, one of the best characters ever introduced. Yeah, he got a he he got a blowjob from uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger type from that his was a movie actor hero. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. He's on the down low. Yeah, he he finds out what it takes to make it in Hollywood, sucking dick and fucking ladies. Well, he didn't even suck dick. He he just got his dick sucked. That's the best kind of me too. Like that's how I want to work my way up the ladder is like getting my dick sucked <laughs> to like get movie roles. That'd be amazing. Oh no! That, that wait, dude's wait, got a good that deal. That dude was not me tooed. The old well, man revealed the secret is you fuck anyone <laughs> younger than you. You fuck down is how you make it in Hollywood. Okay, you should take that advice, Dave. I've I have been <laughs> I've been fucking anyone younger than me that's willing. To. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm trying to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But before I was talking about uh, Mr. Monsta, and he was the, uh, I was just saying, I was just going to say, he looks like the Kingpin from that Daredevil movie played by Michael Clark Duncan. Kinda, yeah, he's like a tracksuit version of him. He's nowhere near yeah, as sharp a well, dresser as Michael Clark was. That's true, yeah, but he's like an insanely large man, and he's just like saying weird shit. What, what did he say? I, th- I think I He's going to carve there. a vagina into Marv's forehead and fuck his brains out through it. Oh yeah, he just kept saying weird shit. There's another thing too. What, uh, he called, I, think I didn't write it he down. He called Jeff. He called him Cube Fuck. That was the oh, yeah, name okay. for Jeff. That's, that was a good one. Which is an infinitely better name than Jeff. It is. Yeah, that was a cool name. That guy was pretty awesome. Oh, and then I just wanted to talk quickly about the one of the band names in their Battle of the Bands thing was uh, Taffy Gaddafi and the Great Satan. That was pretty good. Yeah. I like that, that name was a, a good lot. One. I like that. They that, also, was, that was great. 
mm-hmm. while they were at that bar, they had a beer on the wall called uh, Thunder, or not Thundercat, shit, what was it? It was Thunder Monkey. Oh, that sounds. Okay. I don't know what kind of beer it is, but I would probably order that just because of how cool that name is. Yeah, I would drink it. Anything else about this book? I think that's all I got. Metaphors. Yeah, you like the metaphor? I love those metaphorical trains. All right. I can I can appreciate their uh, boxcars and shit. <laughs> the boxcars of love. It was okay. Yeah. This is okay. Um, it's probably number three as far as the Garthenix Enos books that we've read, though. Three of three. I will never. I will never rate it higher than Preacher or The Boys. I don't think. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. I wouldn't either. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's worth watching, or, or rather reading. So, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. And lots, lots of potential episode names for your podcast <laughs> if you're doing a podcast about it throughout it. Yeah. What is there? Sausage Jockey. What was the other one? Sausage Jockey, Mouth and Trousers, Thunder Monkey. Cube Fuck. Cube Fuck, Jev. Yeah. I mean, all kinds sure. of classics. Right. I agree. I'm going to name my firstborn Jev. I've decided just in honor of <laughs> just... how stupid a name that is. Yeah, why not? Has anyone in the history of any country ever been named Jev for real? I think it's Jebediah, and he's probably just shortening it. Jebediah is Jebediah with a B, oh, is, I think. Is it? I don't think it's a V. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck me then. And and why the fuck would you ever shorten that? That's a badass awesome name. Yeah, true. All right, do you want to hear some reviews about this book? I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Okay. So the first review is five stars. Would love to see this as a film. And the review goes, love, love, love. That's a great review. Second one is five stars. Great read. Will order from this seller again. And the review is, <laughs> received item as described. Great read. Will order from the seller again. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a great that one. right there. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to go on if you're on the fence about whether or not to read this. Yeah, you can receive the item like as described. Seller. Yeah, yeah. as described. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and one more. Two stars, this one. And it's a typical Enos story. Light on telling a proper, coherent story, heavy on the nudity and violence. It wasn't a terrible read, but I think it would have been better as a small series rather than a one-off volume. Well, what's a, actually, what's the difference between a small series and a one-off volume? Isn't that, that, those are the same. Uh, It's like a single. Yeah, wait, so it's not a a continuing series then? It was just a single? Yeah, apparently it's just 10 issues. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, I guess so. We didn't didn't note it, but uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that guy saying it's a typical Enos thing made me remember this. They do say cunt at least once in this book that I I remember seeing. (laughs) Yeah. So... That guy is right. It is a typical Garthenus work. True, yeah. All right. So we talked about this book, which had lots of uh, nudity and violence and drugs and uh, murder and things like that. Our next book has none of that. All right, I was I was worried you were going to say, speaking of cunts, we read oh. this next book. And I'm, I'm so, I would have hated you if you did that. I'm glad you didn't. 
would have been a better that would have been a better transition. No. God no. <laughs> Here's the Powerpuff cunts. <laughs> Alright, we read the Powerpuff Girls, the DC comic, and we read some random issues here. So what did you think about Powerpuff Girls? I mean, I love the Powerpuff Girls. Nothing will ever change that. Alright. I'm surprised at how lucky I was because every single one of these did actually have him in it. Didn't she look it up? I was just going off of random Google image searches. No. Like oh, okay. I didn't put that much effort into looking it up. Like I just Google image searched the DC Powerpuff Girls and him. And um at, at first with number sixty one specifically, I was worried that that one was gonna be a miss because that was just it started off with uh Talking dog and bubbles becoming giants. Yeah. And then at the very end, him did make an appearance, and I was like, "Oh, all right, good job, me." Right. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that first story, I want to know. Okay, so the professor comes back from an apparent fishing trip where he caught like one tiny fish that looks like he just bought it from the store. So I'm wondering um, where he actually went because he was lying, and the fish grows like Pinocchio's nose um, about like his fish story. So where where do you think the professor was actually coming back from? Banging his side piece, clearly. I think he was coming back from Jeffrey Epstein's private island. Who's Jeff Epstein? <laughs> oh, dude, you got to look up Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. That's like the new thing in the news, man. He's like a billionaire who uh, oh, pedophile. Is this, is, is this uh? He got murdered in jail or some shit. For, oh like, yeah, fucking kids. They they said he like killed himself when he like fell onto two bullets to the back of the head. You know, he tripped and fell down on top of the bullets. I mean, well, yeah. If you if you <laughs> set the bullet standing straight up yeah. and you trip and fall on it, it will still kill you. Uh, I'm so upset that that happened. That like the government fucked that up, man. It's like you got to keep that dude alive. You got to know what he knows. Holy shit. That dude, that dude had some shit. Like he had some, he had some dirt. I want to know what the fuck was going on with that. And now we'll never really know. I don't think. Which sucks. Wait, wait. He was just a pedophile. What does he know? No, he was like... a he was a billionaire pedophile with like a private island with uh, pedophiles on there that people like uh, Professor the Professor go to on their lying their lying fish trip. Whoa, whoa, don't, whoa, no. <laughs> Professor Michitonium is nothing like this scum of the earth. Fuck well, you. I'm just wondering, why is he lying then? I was, <laughs> I was like reading a news story and uh, like my, my wife comes up to me. She's like, what, what are you reading? I'm like, I'm reading about a billionaire pedophile. She's just like, why don't you read about normal things? <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. It's more interesting than normal things. Okay, so uh, the professor comes back from that trip and has this fish that keeps, uh, li- you know, you lie devil and it'll fish. get bigger and bigger. Yeah, devil fish that was controlled I mean, if, if you're going fishing for devil fish, wouldn't you be specifically uh, skeptical that maybe him has something to do with it? Because, I you, mean... You would think, yeah. That's a pretty big, like, red flag, I would think. Yeah. Because I've never heard of a type of fish called the devil fish. No, neither have I. I think it was created by the devil, probably. Yeah, like, chances are... <laughs> right. That one evildoer who always, like, feuds with my daughters, this may have something to do with that character. Like, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't take, like, a metaphor scientist like myself to figure that one out. Right. Is that a metaphor? Is the devilfish a metaphor? It's a metaphor, metaphor yeah. It's definitely Boom. a metaphor. 
Boom, metaphor scientist, ladies. What up? Thinly veiled metaphor. Yeah, yeah, just so avoid things just like... a red flag. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't buy things like Red Devil hot sauce or Devil Brewery beer or whatever. You, you don't want to... You just want to avoid that stuff. Especially if your superpowered daughters are fighting a devil named him. <laughs> yeah, right. Him who is uh, definitely like... I don't know, he's, he's pretty... Like what? What is he? What is him? Why? Why is he like so? Is it like transgender people is bad or something? Is that what they're trying to say? No. Like what are what are they trying to say with him? Why is he like so gay and like we wears high extra, heels? He's not. We don't know is, for a fact that yeah. he's gay. <laughs> I don't, we don't know what he. Uh, it must be a he's man, a sexually right? Ambiguous character. But they call him him, I which mean, is he's the got a goatee. But then they call him him, which is the confusing part. How wait? Why is it confusing just because he's sexually ambiguous? They call him him because he's clearly a male because he's got a goatee. He's got facial hair, so he's a man, obviously. Well, they, should, they shouldn't assume his pronouns, I guess. He's Fucking got facial hair. If you have facial it. hair, you 1,000% have to be a dude. Like, that, you just can't. <laughs> Women can't grow facial hair. Unless they're like circus workers. Dave, don't be a bigot. Right? I'm not being a bigot. I'm saying fact. I'm say I'm spitting science for y'all. You're you're you're, you're metaphorical you're a science bigot. for you all. Don't assume uh, don't uh, assume no. their pronouns. <laughs> you cannot physically be a woman and grow facial hair. That just doesn't scientifically work, does it? Do women grow facial hair? Normally, that don't work in circuses. Because the right. only women with facial hair I know of are the ones from like the Greatest Showman, like the bearded women, like that get jobs in circuses and like freak shows and shit. Like regular women don't grow facial hair. At D the God on Twitter. Let him let him know. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Going, going back to this. <laughs> Isn't that a whole thing? Like you're choosing your gender and stuff? Like that's that's the thing. You can't assume your pronouns or whatever. I don't know. Like a I oh fuck, what was it? It was like the, the young liberated Democrats meeting or whatever. Did you did you see anything about that? Dude, fuck, what was it? New shit. I don't waste my time with that garbage. Oh, dude, but it's so funny because it's like sports news. Sports news. It's like young people who are talking about politics or whatever, and um, at any point, just anyone in the audience can interrupt in this microphone and they say, "Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Please don't use uh, gendered um, pronouns in your in your thing." Because somebody said to you guys, "It's like, oh, you guys need to do that." It's like, um, "Point of privilege. Don't say don't say guys like that." It was a, it was pretty funny, man. Uh, but it's like that. You got to watch out for like those kind of people. Like you, you can't assume their pronouns because they'll get mad at you if you say you guys. Yeah, be woke. Be woke. Yeah, you you be woke. Do you see the god on Twitter? I'm the most woke. <laughs> I'm I'm the metaphorical king of wokeness or some shit. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, yeah. it makes perfect sense. It's a perfect pretend? metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, my metaphorical wokeness. Yeah. I did enjoy these these books though. It was very much like the show. Which I thought was good. It like it had the same kind of feel from what I remember about the show. Yeah, I, I love good. too. Most importantly, is that every single issue opens up with uh, in the city of Townsville, just like yeah. the show did every single time, which is awesome. I, I like, forgot uh, how the, how meta the narrator is too. He's like he's like, oh, why won't they listen to me? Like addressing the audience. Oh yeah, and stuff. yeah. That was pretty he needs good. To do that all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. The only real problem I had was like the show. There are two or three different scenes in the school. And not once does Mitch Mitchelson make an appearance, who was like one of my favorite characters ever in the Powerpuff Girls. Because he just wore a t-shirt that just says Mitch Rocks, and his name is Mitch Mitchelson. <laughs> That's like, awesome. 
the simplest character ever. Like, yeah. If I could find a shirt that says Dave on it, I would wear that every fucking day of my life. I do like when characters just wear the name of what their character is on the shirt. That is funny. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I have a shirt that says uh, that has my name on it. Really? They, they had it made at work for some reason for like casual Fridays last year. They That's did that awesome. for a couple months. It's like red with like white letters, just says Donnie. It's fucking stupid. Why? Why do you not wear it every day? Because uh, I, I I sweat too much, and it's like a shitty material of a shirt and uh so the armpits are like black just from like sweating yeah like already it it, it, like got ruined immediately it's such a shitty material so in the other issue of this one we had him making a holiday that him day him day uh, that was the other potential title i had yeah that is pretty good but um there was a there's at one point where they made a, a him day dreidel and the the dude was saying about the dreidel that he made it out of clay so that's a South Park reference in our Powerpuff Girl book. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I don't think that's a reference to either of these. I think it's simply a reference to dreidels and Hanukkah. No, but the the dreidel they song, are actually made out of clay. The, yeah, but saying that's, that's like the the, saying it dreidel, in that dreidel, way, dreidel, I made you out of clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a reference to that. Yeah, that's the South Park song. Isn't that's it? It's not a reference to South Park. It's a reference it's to that Park. song. It's, no, that's the actual like Hanukkah song for your. Oh, dreidel. really? Okay, well, dreidel, maybe dreidel, I'm... dreidel. I made you out of clay. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Probably something that rhymes dreidel with clay. I don't play. know clay. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'm. We a need. We then. need some more Jewish friends. We need. Our, yeah. We need to expand our friendships here because <laughs> we need them to explain this song to us. That's a real song, I think, for the actual holiday. Yeah. It's not a reference to South Park. Because I think this was before. Eh, nah. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. It was right around the same time that these were both on or starting. Well, I'm going to move on. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked him day, though. That was fun. I would worship the devil day. That was That's cool. I I like that. Uh, I like that they perfectly captured the mayor within just like two seconds of this holiday. Yeah. Because the Powerpuff Girls get freaked out. At first, they're excited because it's the day that they get off of school for him yeah. day. But then they get freaked out about it and they like go to the mayor's office. Like, uh, Mr. Mayor, what's going on? What is this him day? Do you know anything about it? He's like, who cares? It's a reason for me to go play golf. Enjoy yeah. your hip day, girls. <laughs> like, perfectly captured the mayor right there in that one line. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I would, uh, I would do the same thing. So they, they have the, the dreidel reference, but they also, like, are talking about Christmas in that as well. Because yeah. uh, the professor is setting up, like, a hip day Christmas tree or something. Right. So hip day, hip day is welcoming to all religions, it seems. It is. It's, it's like putting it all together. So instead we of could, happy we holidays, we can learn a thing or two about being woke from him. Yeah, sure. Him is very woke. Him is the metaphorical wokeness that we all strive to be. We should call him they. I feel like I'm using metaphorical incorrectly here, aren't I? A... Like I don't want to be metaphorically woke. I want to be actually real life woke, don't I? Well, he had a metaphorical holiday. But I would rather have a real holiday, right? Metaphor yeah. is like a fake version of it, right? It what is. is a... Yeah. God damn it! What is a metaphor? I need to know this. Well, I'm yeah. Confused we'll, myself. Well, uh, we'll tweet tweet at Dave for about tweet what is the metaphor. Tweet at HBT Bot yeah. and tell me what a metaphor is and if I'm yeah. using it correctly and how ladies have beards that aren't in freak shows. Yeah, my favorite character in this book though was Screamin' Steve. I thought I liked I liked that radio yeah. DJ. He was cool. The Howard Stern of uh, Townsville. Yeah, I loved it. 
So, and actually, in these books, each issue is sort of a self-contained story, just like the show. And, like, they all kind of have, like, a lesson in them. So I was writing down some of these lessons. Like, the, the first one was, thou shall not lie, obviously. Uh, the other one is, um, thou shall not worship false idols. That hymn day thing. I guess that was their lesson. And then another one was, thou shall not be vain. With the, that makeup one. Thou shall not talk shit about the devil was another one. Mojo Jojo learned that. Don't talk shit about the devil or the devil will fuck with you. Thou shall check your work and bury your problems. So then they, when they turned big, like the big dog just like dug, dug a hole and like buried all of their problems, which I thought was pretty weird. <laughs> and the last one is thou shall not listen to fake news with Screaming Steve. So th- those are the lessons we learned from this book. So I'm glad I learned them. I didn't know before. His name is Talking Dog. It's not the dog. Okay, Talking Dog then. Show some respect <laughs> for Talking Dog. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Talking Dog made an appearance though, because that was one of the best, like, underutilized characters of that entire series. Yeah. Yeah. I had one more note here about issue 36, the one with the flowers and that. Another, oh, okay. another prime example of how great the mayor of Townsville was. Yeah. Um. Okay. So they fly into the mayor's office and they're like, Mayor. What's going on? The mayor's like, hey, why do I have all these flowers? Is it my birthday? And Bubbles has to explain to him that, no, it's not your birthday. That these are just flowers running rampant and taking over the city. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Classic good. Classic mayor. Narcissistic. He should be on the seven psychopaths. That's all the notes I had, too. Do you have anything else? No. Everyone should absolutely read all 68 issues of this book, though. 69. Haha. <laughs> 69 of them. Yeah, yeah. And buy and watch every single season of the episodes of the TV show. Except for maybe not that, like, shitty, like, revamped, like, weird one. Like, I don't remember. I don't know if I ever saw that one, but I remember that was a thing that happened. Skip that garbage, unless it's good. Um, But just go watch the movie, because the movie was amazing. Greatest movie ever. Yeah, I mean, if you you like Powerpuff Girls, then yeah, this book is for you. It's... Uh, most if you don't like Powerpuff Girls, service. go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot emphasize that enough. Ready for reviews? No. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just took reviews from uh, volume one of this series. I figured it didn't really matter since we were jumping all over the place. It seemed pretty consistent to me, so I think it's a good representation. There's two reviews, both of them are five stars. The first one is nice, really nicely done. I gave this to my nephew for Xmas. They should say him day. Himmus. Fuck yeah. this guy. Himmus. <laughs> yeah. Fucking learned that. We just read that. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. But this, this was book volume one, though. Yeah. Never so mind. He didn't okay, get there yet. He'll learn. He'll learn. He'll learn. Yeah. He'll soon learn about Himmus. Right. He loves the Powerpuff Girls, and he carried this around for weeks. So I guess he's just carrying a book for weeks because he hasn't learned to read yet yeah it just looks at the pictures i guess yeah has to figure out how to open it first all right another one was a much longer review but i'm just going to read the first paragraph here um the title is even alice cooper wouldn't go that far so i don't get Hmm, what that means yeah but it doesn't make sense it doesn't ever make sense so i'll just read the first paragraph because the rest is him just describing what happens One of my daughter's favorite shows for the last three years has been the Powerpuff Girls. Over the last year, she's really gotten into comics after meeting 
Amy uh, Mebelson at Free Comic Book Day and getting into The Muppets, My Little Pony, Adventure Time, and more. When I saw these little collections of Powerpuff Girls comics, it was an instant purchase. Naturally, she loved the comics, and the big surprise was that I did too. I loved the show, but was worried that it might not transition into comic form very well. Fortunately, that's not the case. Any fan of the Powerpuff Girls should pick up should uh should pick of these collections. Okay, so fucked up your grammar there, guy. Especially now that they're Uh-oh. so cheap. Donnie Gerbils. Yeah, coming back, coming back at you. So that that was the first paragraph, and then the rest is just like, okay, this is what happened, this is what happened. Uh I do not understand that Alice Cooper reference in the beginning. That does not make any sense to me. But it was five star I, I, I don't yeah, know. It's no weird. Yeah. So there there you have it then. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and move on then. So we're, we'll, we'll, we got a TV show to talk about here. Fuck these comic book shows. So speaking of marine biology, we talked about Smallville, the Arthur Curry episodes, the Thad Castle episodes, which yeah, was a BMS. Yeah, BMS for for life. So what did you think of these of Smallville here? They're great. Um. Thad Castle. Super, yeah, I did like Super handsome Thad Castle. My God, this was peak Thad Castle. Oh yeah, holy shit. Especially the He's... first episode. He looked he was like like the first thing you see of him is like a close up of his pecs. He just got his like yeah. fucking nipples like right there and in your his, face. His like gorgeously white teeth. Like my Oh my God. goodness. I didn't realize yeah. how perfect this dude's smile was. Holy shit, yeah. That's a, an award winning smile right there. Also, Lois Lane, goddamn. She is also very very fine in her uh, swimsuit there. And then she gets saved by Arthur Curry and they start dating. Uh, kind of. She doesn't know. She recording. refuses to admit that she doesn't know how to swim. She's being yeah. stubborn. And <laughs> right, also she's right. diving into like edges of uh, docks, but not bleeding from it. I don't really magically. understand what the fuck that was. Like, why did she, why was she drowning? Just, she doesn't know how to swim. Well, no, no, like, she dives in and she clips her head on, like, the side of a diving board. I think oh, it was, is that like, what it was? Okay, okay. All right. She doesn't gush blood immediately, though. Like, there's no bleeding at all. It's just, oh, I'm unconscious magically. You would <laughs> I be... Yeah, I think you would... Just, yeah. That's weird. Blood. Like, no staples required, just make it out with AC. That's all it takes. Should probably check if she has a concussion, too. Like, Jesus Christ, if you hit, like, the side of a diving board... I don't think they went to the hospital, but uh, probably get that looked at. Yeah. TV magic. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. AC saved the Just day. Just walk it off. Yeah. What do you think about the abbreviation AC? I like it. I don't, I don't like I it. Always refer, I always refer to Aquaman as AC because of the show. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Anytime I read anything with Arthur Curry, I'm always just like, yeah, old AC. It's just like, it. my friends call me AC. You can call me AC now, too. <laughs> yeah i, I thought like, it was i mean i mean what a welcoming and warm like cool dude like yeah he just met the super jealous cunty uh clark kent who's like yeah so hating on him because of how much better his pecs are and his abs and his yeah. dumpster hips and his smile <laughs> everything about him is a thousand percent better than uh clark kent i think it's but, cum like, he's immediately just like hey just call me ac bro what yeah. up yeah, it is weird. Awesome. It is weird how surferish they tried to make him, though. That was weird. 
because he's from like I think he's from like Maine originally. Like he's not a California oh. server dude. Yeah, probably not. He's like a, a lighthouse uh, troll. He would be acting more like yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, they're just he keeps calling everyone bro and he keeps fist bumping and shit. Oh, what was the? Yeah, at one point he said I think he said bra at one point. Like after <laughs> after um Clark Kent saves him from that uh, from the Lex Luthor facility or whatever. He just he said something. I I played this back three times. I could not understand the words, but I think he said like wait for me, bruh. And uh, I, I don't know why you would say that in that situation. It doesn't make sense, but I could not like make out the words he was saying. But yeah, I, I think he said brah. That's pretty awesome. That's that's just the Smallville, that's the middle of Kansas way of saying bro, I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's the uh, local the local accent he picked up on already. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe that's what it is. So What's up with Lois and Clark? Are they brother and sister or something? Or, or are they dating? Because I thought like Arthur no, they, was cucking. They marry him. They get... What? Okay. No. So, well, why is Clark Kent? They don't explain it at all in the show. So they don't explain it in the show. But he's fucking the other girl at this point in time in the timeline. No. Who is I think like her name is Lana Lane, and I think she's like Lois's cousin, and Lois comes to visit <laughs> okay. her. And then and then they just forcefully write out that Lana girl because oh. they introduced Lois like way early in the show. I don't remember it, but yeah, it was super weird and like all of a sudden because like Clark that entire time was so like jealous and just staring daggers at AC as he's fucking yeah. his future wife. But then like in the other episode we watched, she's fucking uh, the Green Arrow at that point in time too. So, yeah, like, holy shit! <laughs> so I didn't realize. So apparently, apparently in the Smallville lexicon of uh, Clark Kent dicking down, everyone else has fucked his future wife but him at this point in time. Yeah. So apparently, to join their fake Justice League, you have to have sex with Lo- yeah, Lois Lane. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the initiation. Yeah, AC and uh, Oliver Queen are Eskimo brothers, which is pretty nice. They are, yeah. Oh, that's how you join the Justice League. Ask about brothers. The the B story of Lois Lane in both of these episodes was exactly the same, where she like kind of starts getting into it with a uh, getting into uh, dating a superhero, and then they end up breaking up with her at the end, and because they have to leave. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly and the so same like, story. Whoa, <laughs> it's the exact same breakup line too. They both say, "Yeah, I have to go away. I'm not coming back." But. <laughs> Even better is like, uh, so this must have been right around the time before Green Arrow becomes like a series regular. And because he, throughout the rest of his time on the show, he is Superman's sidekick. Like he's his whole team and like backup plan on every single episode that he's in. So it's really weird that they just both like break up with her by saying, eh, I'm going away forever. I'll never come back, but I wish you well. And then she's just like, oh, I'm sad for a second. But oh, wait, hey, you're here again. Right, hang on a minute. I gotta reconnect this VPN again. No, you hang on. All right, here's go. Here's some more filler about awesome characters named Dave from shit that Donnie can use if he needs to. Call me Dave wasn't actually his name. That was just their nickname for him because he introduces himself as Dave to all his friends, even though they all already know his name. And then he's always just hey, call me Dave. That's a cool line. I'm going to start stealing that. So you guys can start calling me, call me Dave as well. Um, 
Let's talk about the four days. I'm sad they're still dead, as far as I know. I haven't read the newest issue. I miss them all. They were the greatest fucking superhero team of all time. Just go read the first couple of issues of the Rat Queens to see how great they were. They were fucking amazing. I miss Orc Dave most of all. He was amazing. He's just kind of like there, possessed. He's just kind of there, okay. like mind controlled and in like peril. He needs to come back. All right. Man, fucking internet today. Okay, what are, what are you talking about? Mind Those control? VPNs are what? fucking up tonight. What's going on? Yeah, it's fucking internet. Uh, fuck. What are we talking about? We're talking about mind control, right? Who who's who's getting mind control? No, we're we're talking about um the Smallville shit. Yeah. Oh, oh no! You were just listening to my filler shit about mind control. Yeah, never mind that. Oh. Okay. So we're still on the first episode. Yeah. Um. So it opens up, and uh, the very first note I had was the teacher immediately knows Clark's name when he shows up late for class. Yeah. And I wrote a note of like, how the fuck is that even possible? But then that teacher it. later explains it is because he yeah. like he he went through the library and like learned everyone's names and shit. Yeah, that's no no plot so, holes in Smallville. So so fuck that guy for immediately answering my question. Yeah. <laughs> Making my note worthless. Yeah. Exactly. I took the time to write it down, so I wasn't gonna delete it afterwards. Fuck that right. noise. <laughs> I like that I think all my notes are basically just about um AC. But I like that he was a he's he's like telling the same lie that George Costanza does about being a marine biologist. And uh he mentioned at one point that he saved some dolphins from a water park, just like the deep. In the boys, yeah. so you probably oh, fucked those yeah. dolphins too. I didn't even yeah, get that. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so I, I wonder how many dolphins that castle over. fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. He doesn't even need Lois Lane to get his dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if uh, <laughs> if his dick gets too dry, it'll get all chappy. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> yeah dude man when he was drying out his lips were so disgustingly like white it's <laughs> like, yeah. like uh dry skin it just looked like he had just taken off. like a bukkake on his lips <laughs> like that's how white they were it was it was an hour later he hasn't, that shit yeah, yeah jesus christ moisturize uh, that shit uh, i'm not even offended i hate chapstick myself but even i would have well, been chapstick at that point yeah i mean it's a necessary thing sometimes no it's, it's gross all right, but um, this this classroom that they were in at the very beginning was the shittiest lit classroom, pretend classroom I've ever seen for a, like TV show or movie set. It's they don't even have like overhead lighting in it. It's just every individual desk has like a <laughs> lamp desk, and that's the extent <laughs> of the lighting in this room. Like how? Yeah, that was weird. And like shitty of a school was this? I don't know. That is weird though. Well. I feel like it'd be way more expensive to get each lamp for every student than to just put a light overhead. So I think the school's a rich school, actually. Hmm. Instead of buying one light, you buy a hundred lights for each student. It, it looks so shitty. Yeah, it does. It's a Smallville, okay? This isn't, uh, this isn't the big city, New York or whatever. This is Smallville. Hey, this, this, this wasn't Smallville. This was Kansas A&M or Kansas Central A&M or some bullshit made up school yeah all right i like the uh 
at the very end of this, I like I like Dad's uh, closing joke where he's like, "Hey, you should start a team of the Junior Lifeguard Association, the JLA. Get it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, funny. Uh, uh, Good job. Foreshadowing. Nod, wink. Yeah, and he calls him Superboy as well. Whoa. Which is his son. Oh, okay. Well, he's still he's still young in this show, so maybe that's why. How does uh how does Clark Kent keep getting in and out of that Lex Luthor facility so easily? There there must be just like zero guards and zero security and like the doors unlocked. He's, he's just like he, but I just like how he just like gets in there effortlessly. He's like, "Oh, I guess maybe he's captured there. Just like run there real quick. Okay, run out real quick. Oh, whoops, I left my wallet. <laughs> run back." So, based <laughs> on the timeline cuz I haven't seen this thing forever, but it seemed like this was the very end of when Lex and Clark were friends. Because at the very end of this episode, Clark gets upset about them blowing up his facility. And he's like, all right, you're no longer welcome here. But uh, before that, they were just best boys. And he would just let him come in whenever he wanted to help him out. Oh, yeah. And okay. also, they do compare Lex to your favorite buddy, Hitler, and Stalin and Napoleon. Yeah, they do. Yeah. What's, why is Hitler my buddy? It's just I my mean, my, uh, my namesake. You're, you're yeah. the you're the English Nazi or whatever the fuck we call you. Yeah. Grammar Nazi. That's Grammar Nazi. Yeah. Grammar Hitler Grammar, is I prefer. Grammar Goebbels there. Yeah. Yeah. Then in that second episode, my very first note, which we already covered, was why have all of Superman's friends fucked his ex, his future wife? Yeah. That's the first note <laughs> yeah. I wrote. I, I want to know how many superheroes Lois Lane fucks in this show because this show was on for ten years. Like, it had. It had a, hold on, I wrote down the number. There was 217 episodes of this show over 10 years. Holy fuck. That is a lot of episodes. It's a lot of dudes. But Lois didn't join until like season five or something, maybe. Because originally it was just fucking the other girl, the Lana Lane. Then five years of her fucking all the dudes. Who does eventually marry Lex Luthor. Whoa, shit. She has a heel turn, does she? Yeah, she does. Damn. She turns bad and marries Lux right at the same time as Lux's dad. Like, something happens to him where, like, I don't remember if it's Brainiac or, or something to do with, like, um, Zod. But somehow, uh, something happens with uh, Lux Luthor's dad where he becomes a good guy. He starts oh. marrying or dating uh, Superman's Lois mom Lane. After, his, oh. after his dad dies. <laughs> Should have banged Lois. He probably did too. I mean, it's 200 episodes. There's a lot of time to fill for those date episodes. Yeah, true. So, yeah, this this episode is about like a Justice League getting together. So we have the Flash and Green Arrow and Cyborg there too. So AC, of course, an AC. That's why we watch this episode. AC with uh, a longer hair now. I think he needs a he needs to cut that hair. He looked much more handsome with the uh, shorter haircut in the first episode that we saw. Yeah, he really did. But yeah, at least at least he was shirtless again in this one, though. So thank God oh, for that. But yeah, he has a shirt off swimming, and uh, Cyborg sees him, and he's like, "Hey, put put on a shirt before I turn gay, dude." That that like, yeah. I like I like I'm that line distracted. a lot. I'm too distracted by your hips. Yeah, oh <laughs> your cum cum gutters. How am I gonna How am I gonna accomplish <laughs> our mission? Yeah, you're distracting all of us here. Put a put a put a shirt on quick. If you make your pecs dance right now, I'm going to melt. Yeah. <laughs> when we're introduced to the Flash, the Flash is wearing sunglasses at night. This isn't the Flash. And then he... This isn't the Flash. It's Impulse. Uh, okay, whatever it is then. 
Um, and he runs into. If you into... were watching Young Justice, you would be very well up to date on Impulse. He's from. Oh, is that Justice. why they're calling him? Is that why they're calling him Bart, and not? Is Bart Allen? Name? He's, he's not Barry or oh, okay. Wally West. Those are the two Flashes. This is Bart okay. Allen. His Impulse. Well, Impulse then is wearing sunglasses at night, and then he runs into Green Arrow. Can I call him Green Arrow? Yeah, that's Holly Queen. Okay. Ga. He is also wearing sunglasses at night. So I guess like a part of this team is that you need sunglasses at night. But Corey later Hart, on, is there a theme song? Who 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 is that? What is that? Oh, uh, never mind. Corey Hart. Okay. He's an 80s singer who sang the song I Wear My Sunglasses at Night. Oh, okay. Well, Cyborg and AC really need to get their sunglasses at night, because that was a I think they would have did better in their mission if they had they put on their sunglasses. So well, I was no, a little disappointed Cyborg, by that. Cyborg is a robot, but all right, you so still need the sunglasses. Here's a couple, here's a couple problems I had. Cyborg is brand. a man, a robot man, but he, I mean, he he's a robot, so he's got like built-in sunglasses if he wants to wear visors. But yeah, he put still those on. Wears like one of those like lycra skin suits, like the Arrow is wearing, which oh looks yeah, so <laughs> bad on him. Why? Yeah. why does he need that? He's a cyborg for fuck's sake. It's in his name. Yeah, just put a make him CW wear a back then CGI. couldn't afford the uh, special effects to CGI <laughs> yeah. his chest, I guess. Have him have the actor wear a green man suit and you can just make it like CGI like they did in that shitty movie. All right, anyway. So, there's that. I, I think their costumes need sunglasses. Also, the uh Green and, Arrow voice wait, modulator. Wait, wait. Green <laughs> okay. Arrow's All right, so it's similar to that because Green Arrow is yeah. supposed to be the Batman of this world. He's the most rich dude. Yeah, he's he's their Bruce Wayne basically is what Ollie Queen is because this is when he's still rich. His sunglasses are like built in, so like later on, maybe it wasn't in this episode, but you see him like he uses them to like hone in and track people so he can like make his arrows hit them or some shit. Yeah, like they're special sunglasses. They're not just normal like, hey, I look cool in these sunglasses. Sunglasses. Well. So I guess the sunglasses also change his voice too, right? Is that where that's coming from? Yeah, that's, that's I, don't, I don't like that. Work, aren't they? They they did that it's on metaphorical uh... sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, they they did that on Black Lightning too, where like that something like a voice modulator will change how they sound. You, I think you just do a stupid a superhero, Batman you voice. You need a voice modulator so people can't hear, can't tell who you actually are. All just do a stupid Batman voice, like all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just. Can't you make your voice sound cooler? Like, it just sounds stupid. No. People can't just change their voices on a whim. Yeah, they can. I've had the same monotone voice for the last 78 years of my life. I can't just change it into, like, a less Christian cool Bale. voice. I don't know why I would want to, but... Christian Bale did it. Pete Jones. I can randomly name shitty people as well. <laughs> I don't understand the point of this drill. The Christian Bale Batman, he's like... He just like he talks like this when he or not like that. Yeah, that's, he uh, talks like uh, yeah, something Bell. like that. But when he's when he's uh okay, whatever. Uh, uh, moving on. I lost interest. Uh, my favorite arrow that Green Arrow <laughs> used was was the was the gas arrow. I really like that one. Yeah, I mean to be to be a great <laughs> archer superhero, cool. you need a trick bag of like seventy eight varieties of arrows. Like he also had like a an electric, uh, of course, stun shocker one because they all have that. Need that one, yeah. He also had like a uh, 
I don't know what the fuck you call it, like a grapple hook one that he swung down when he first meets him. Yes. Right. That was my favorite. <laughs> I I just want a grapple hook arrow. I want that it would so be cool, bad. Yeah. Oh, the impulse had a line. Lex Luthor asked him, "Who do you work for?" And he said, "I work for a guy called Mister Kiss My Butt." I think that sounds like a cool boss. Bam. Mic yeah, drop wow. right there. Damn. Take that, Lex. Yeah. Burn. Oh. So, the single greatest thing here. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait. So I have a question. Okay. So when they break into the LexCorp system, like Cyborg, like hacks into it, and he uses it to like find all the other information. But when they're trying to find where Impulse is. Oliver Queen has to pull up the laptop of like where he found all these LexCorp bases at. Why the fuck didn't they just have Cyborg hack into like the computers at that point in time and find his buddy instead of like digging around wasting time? Like that made no sense. <laughs> this is like the mid two thousands. Maybe computers weren't quite there yet. But he's it's not a computer, it's a, a man robot for fuck's sake. Yeah, I guess. I don't this know. Is the yeah, only thing this stupid. dude brings to the team is that he's a robot man. <laughs> But um, yeah. the very closing shot of this scene, or the very closing shot of the episode, they have one of those ultimate, awesome, super badass, like, walk away action hero, walk yeah. away scenes without ever turning back <laughs> and look at the explosion. Like, yeah, they I fucking like nailed all, that scene. All five of them were just, like, not looking back and walking away slowly. Yeah, because <laughs> cool. they're all badasses, and they all know yeah. it. Yeah, so cool. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Anything else about this show? I think that's all I had. No, that was it. All right. Read some reviews, you cook. I don't have any reviews for the shows. Oh. But, um, oh. I mean, that, that that was our review. We reviewed it. Uh, I yeah. guess it was kind of, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, I guess. It wasn't wasn't too bad. It was, like, kind of stupid, but, like. Yeah, it is. It, was, it, is it wasn't Jesus that bad. Fuck, but it was way cooler than, like, all these newer ones, I think. It's It looks better than the CW shitty fuck-ass shows. So, I'd say watch this instead of all that. Yeah. And uh yeah, and that watch smallville.net that worked perfectly. So Yeah, yeah. Go there and watch all of Smallville. That's where he found it. Seasons, yeah. That that website also linked to like some other shows. Uh I can only remember twenty four, but there's a bunch of other shows too that you can watch. You can watch Agent Jack Bauer too, so that's kinda cool. Um Sweet. Yeah. So there you go. Uh what do you have anything you want to read? Or fuck, anything you want to watch? Wait. Uh, oh, I didn't know. Um, I didn't really pull anything. Alright, how about this? You just go and download yourself the movie Seven Psychopaths and you watch that and we can review it next week. So I still uh, have a paragraph of notes about it. Okay. So That's almost push the that. same as the TV show. I don't know. Uh, or you want okay. to do one of those shitty CW ones and compare it to this shittier, older, better <laughs> CW one? Smallville wasn't CW, was it? Yeah, that's what started all the CW shit. Really? Smallville. Oh. I thought it was something different. I think Arrow. I think Arrow replaced it when it finally like ended. Oh, all right. Well, I thought I thought that was on like one of those uh, big stations, like uh, CBS or ABC or something. Nah, it was. CW. I just remember my my mom really liked watching this show, Smallville. Cool. Your mom has good taste. Your mom <laughs> yeah. also enjoys me and my company. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. At one time, I helped her move shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Seven Psychopaths is it worth it? Should I should I just watch that? I don't know. It's a movie. It's a cool movie. It's funny. Okay. 
Let's, uh, yeah. All right, let's let's do that then. Or we can watch the, like, CW Arrow and compare it to this CW Arrow. Okay. Yeah, okay, let's let's do that. Keep it on the shitty TV shows, I guess. Uh, which episode of Arrow do you want to watch? No, I don't care. Pick any of them. Uh, like I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. But why don't we do the randomly in the middle of nowhere? Like, uh... okay, let's watch. I just <laughs> I typed in the uh, worst episode of Arrow. Uh, so the worst episode of Arrow is. Wait, how do you know this is the worst episode? Because I googled based worst on episode what of random Arrow. person's opinion. Yeah, but if you do that, you're just going to get, like, one news article that one random person wrote. My name is Oliver Queen is the worst episode here. It's season three, episode 23. Season three. I, I, I don't, three. I mean, one person's opinion okay. is better than, uh, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, sure. One, we'll follow this guy. All right. So just tell us about Seven Psychopaths then. What did you want to say about that? Okay. So it's Bullseye from the best live-action Daredevil version, the movie. Oh, uh, well. That Colin, Colin Farrell, dude. Okay. And he's an alcoholic writer working on a movie script with his best friend, Sam Rockwell's character, whose name I never wrote down. Sam Rockwell is working for Christopher Walken as dog thieves in California. They just steal nice-looking dogs, and then they wait a couple weeks and return them and get a couple hundred bucks. Like, I think the one time they show him do it, he gets 400 bucks, and that's it. But that's what they do for a living. So uh, Bullseye's got a girlfriend in the movie, and every time Sam Rockwell's hanging out with him, he's always calling her a bitch and a cunt, which is <laughs> kind of awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and then eventually at one party they all go to, they cut to the next morning, and Bullseye is now living with Sam Rockwell's character. It's like, oh, why am I here? What the fuck happened? It's like, oh, dude, you don't remember? You got so pissed drunk. You called your girl. You finally agreed with me that your girlfriend's a bitch, and you told her what a fucking stupid bitch she is, and she kicked you out forever. And so they just live together now. After that, it, it kind of like it shows like these random people, and it introduces them, them as psychopath number one, psychopath number two, and so on and so on. Psychopath number one. It, the movie opens with this guy. It's these two gangsters from uh, Boardwalk Empire who are getting ready and they're talking about their plan. They have to murder a woman. And psychopath number one just walks up behind them and shoots them both square in the head and just throws out like playing cards on their dead bodies. That's your first psychopath. Okay. And then, so all throughout the movie, like because Colin Farrell is so drunk, he has no idea where the fuck he's coming up with these ideas and these stories from. And they're all just being told to him by Sam Rockwell's character all throughout the movie. But he's such a drunken alcoholic that he can't remember that Colin Farrell, or he can't remember that Sam Rockwell's character has given him these stories. And so he's just taking credit for them all as his own. And uh, finally, like, Sam Rockwell's like, hey, man, stop being an asshole. You're getting all these from me. I want credit for it. We're writing this fucking stupid movie together. We're going to call it Seven Psychopaths. And these are all your stories. And so Woody Harrelson is a, a leader of this, like, uh, he's a mobster guy. And, like, it's later, it's all connected. Like, Woody Harrelson's wife is the lady that Sam Rockwell is fucking. And she is the lady that those two guys from the cold open of the movie were going to go and kill because Woody Harrelson later finds out that his wife is fucking around on him. So he wants to kill, have her killed for that. But Sam Rockwell's character steals 
Woody Harrelson's dog, Bonnie. It's a Shih Tzu. He steals it from the girl who played Precious from American Horror Story, the, the heavy set African-American girl, that Precious girl. She's in it, so Woody Harrelson loses her dog, and so he kills her. And uh, he's got this gun, and this is a key point. His gun, he's got this really gorgeous, nice handle that he loves, but it always, like, stalls and, like, gets stuck on him. So it, he'll shoot, like, seven times, and nothing will come out, and then finally the eighth shot will finally go. Uh, they eventually find out who stole their dog, and they think it's Christopher Walken specifically who did it. So Woody Harrelson goes to the nursing home where Woody or where Christopher Walken's wife is going for her cancer treatment, and he questions his wife about where Walken is and where his dog is, and he doesn't know she doesn't know the answer to that, so she can't tell him. But he ends up just killing her. Chris Walken like is there because he always visits her every day. And he walks in and he sees Woody Harrelson walking out of her bedroom. So he like makes the quick move and pretends like he's going to see someone else instead of see his wife. He waits until Woody Harrelson and his uh, associate leave. And then he's like, oh shit, you killed my wife, you asshole. And he's like, hey, I'm coming for you. Get ready. And so they go out to the desert. It's Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, and Chris Walken. They're living in the desert for a couple days because I think uh, Woody Harrelson's guys eventually found out wherever the fuck they were. And that's when Sam Rockwell's like, hey, this would be the perfect place for an amazing shootout to end a movie. He's like, in the movie version of it, he's like, oh, you have all the seven psychopaths, even your bitch girlfriend will all show up for some reason. And he like draws out this long, like amazing, like, gun shootout between like the two rival gangs and like all the other psychopaths and like uh his, his bitch girlfriend shows up and she's like oh no i love him so much and at the last second she gets shot and he realizes that his one true friend was sam rockwell's character that was sam rockwell's ideal ending to this movie but the way it actually ends is chris walken is like hey i can't be a part of this because i'm sad about my wife dying and he goes and he just walks to this gas station which is where woody harrelson's like backup guys are all at Oh, so like Sam Rockwell's like, hey, I'm the guy who stole your dog. I have your dog here. Come meet me in this random awesome spot for the shootout. We're going to have a shootout, but you can't bring any guns or any backup. You just have to come along and maybe I'll give you your dog. So he shows up and he doesn't actually, he's not armed. He actually shows up unarmed like he was told to. And uh, Sam Rockwell can't believe that he actually did that. So he shoots him. He gut shots him. He's like dying and he's like, oh, why'd you come? Why you, Why are you unarmed? That's bullshit. How the fuck did you show up unarmed? He's like, you told me to. I wanted my dog back. So I showed up unarmed like you asked me to. What What the fuck? Why'd you shoot me, you dick? So he actually just a mile down the road or so, he has all his back up there waiting for him. And they find Chris Walken's character just like walking and wandering alone by himself in the desert. And uh, wow. they shoot him for no reason just because he wouldn't like fall in line and do what they were saying. Chris Walken was kind of like depressed as fuck and he wanted to die because he was still high on peyote as well. He's like, yeah, I, I want to go and like meet my wife again. So, you know, fuck yourself. You're an asshole. Shoot me. I don't care. So they do shoot him. And then uh, Sam Rockwell has the showdown with the one guy who shot Chris Walken and Woody Harrelson because he kills all the other uh, backup guys from his gang. He's like, hey, uh, the dog's name is Bonnie. He's like, hey, Bonnie, give me back my dog. And he's got a gun held to Bullseye's head. He's like, no, you let my friend go and go fuck yourself. This is my dog now. And he's got a flare gun held to the dog. He's like, I'll shoot a flare in your gay little dog and his gay little head. <laughs> this is a shih tzu. He's like one of those tiny little dogs. It's cute as fuck. 
pretty gay. Like, no, please don't hurt my dog. Please don't hurt my dog. So he lets uh, he lets Bullseye go, and he's like, "Here, you're fucking go. Just give me my dog." So they have a standoff, and his gun gets stuck on him like two more times as he's trying to shoot Sam Rockwell. He's like, "Man, will you get your shit together? Like, you, you, we're having a shootout here, man. You're you're making it look stupid. Like, actually shoot me for fuck's sake." So he's like, "Wait, count down from five one more time. Let me let me have another five seconds to reload my gun and like make sure shit shoots right." Like, I'm not going to do that. Fuck you. This is a real shootout. You're supposed to be prepared. So the count, he's like, "All right, fine. Fuck you." And he counts down from five again. And then finally, he shoots Sam Rockwell right in the head. He doesn't die instantly from it, though. He has, like, a couple seconds to, like, call the dog as he's laying there on the ground. He's like, hey, Bonnie, come here, come here. Paul, Paul, give me your paw. And uh, Woody Harrelson's over there. He's like, no, Bonnie, come here. Come with me. I'm, I'm your owner. I love you. And the dog actually just sits there with Sam Rockwell, gives him his paw. And they hang out, and the dog just, like, comforts Sam Rockwell in his dying moments. And then the cops show up, and they arrest Woody Harrelson and the other guy. So, uh, Bullseye leaves with the dog, and he writes the movie for Sam Rockwell's character. And there's hmm. some stupid thing where Sam Rockwell is actually psychopath number one and number two. Why? That's the big, that's the big secret at the end. Or, no, he's number one and number seven. Because he reveals to him that he's, he's psychopath number seven because he's just killing everyone specifically to give Colin Farrell these movie stories. Like, he's only going out there and murdering people solely for the fact that he can turn it into movie stories for his buddy who's writing a movie. That's the whole thing that he was working. That's stupid. No, it was awesome. It was a hilarious movie. Okay. Go watch it. Everyone go watch it. (laughs) So much better than that shitty book we read. Infinitely. It's immeasurable how much better this movie was than the book. Right. Yeah, the book was shitty. I, I, I imagine the movie is better. Maybe check that out then. Yeah, absolutely do. Yeah. My retelling did not do it much justice. <laughs> All right. I watched, uh, or, or I listened to another episode of the Batwoman podcast uh, because I, because I hate myself and I uh, really like torturing myself, I guess. Um, <laughs> How did they make a new episode? They, there hasn't been anything new. They talked about Comic-Con. And I, oh, I guess they, they watched like the a new pilot like at Comic-Con or whatever. And then they talked about a bunch of other shit and I ended up kind of skipping around a little bit. But I just wanted to give you some news that uh, they they figured out their email. They now have their email address and they can read their emails. But she's scared of it, isn't she? Yeah, well, the other ones can read it. The other, I'm sure the other one's still scared of it. They still haven't figured out bullet points. They still had issues with bullet points. Uh, and it still sounds like absolute garbage. So... I uh but did the funny girl stay on topic at all or did she piss off the other girl for They not? she was uh she was on topic a little bit more actually. She was talking a lot more in that episode than she was in the first one. She didn't she, cuz she didn't find out she didn't figure out her email but she figured out her self-confidence in podcasting. Yeah, That's I guess the so. The story. Metaphors. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. The right? the yeah, the one who was saying what happened in the trailer the whole time she was much quieter this time. I don't I don't really know why. Was that the leader one or the other girl, the phone table uh, phone the, girl? No, the leader one. The phone girl was about the same in both episodes. the The leader one was much quieter, and uh, because the funny she got one all was talking negative, a lot more. All that negative feedback from being such an asshole to her friends. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. The <laughs> okay, let's let's try a little bit to stay on topic. Okay. That's the only one I. What a dick. The only one I'm keeping what on that. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm gonna keep that on the soundboard i like that drop okay like, hey, i'm also fuck you fuck you jessica you asked me to yeah. be a guest on your shitty little podcast for free I'll no that's not that's not jessica to be. that's that's rachel jessica <laughs> is the, the good one jessica the funny the one underdog hero the the okay. worst one yeah yeah um no, I also, i'm also i'm also gonna keep this sound drop from that episode it's because um the cw doesn't want to piss off <laughs> the gays <laughs> I just like that so much. <laughs> the gays. <laughs> she snorted Sniff. coke immediately after I don't saying know. that. I like, think she is. Yeah, that's what it she's sounds like. She's a mountain of oxy. I, I know. I, I like how that's the end of that clip too. That's my favorite part. The sniff. <laughs> um, okay, so I bring that up because I want to bring up uh, the next thing here, which is uh, you know we watched Swamp Thing. We finished that up. What do you think of the end of Swamp Thing? By the way, it was awesome, man. Fucking, oh, I was. We got to see the Blue Devil in live action form. That was awesome. I can't get over uh, how yeah. cool that was. But why the fuck is he turning back into Ian Ziering at the end of it? Like, that was dumb. I thought he's full-time yeah. Blue Devil. That's what I thought, too. I, I don't really understand the point of putting Blue Devil into the show, though. That's, that seems strange to me. Because you yeah, need I, a B storyline. But I, I, just don't, I just don't follow the B storyline, though. I, I just don't, I don't... I don't get it. We already had a B storyline with... Uh, the doctor lady. I forget her name now. No, that's the A story. Yeah, Arcane. Abby Arcane. Okay, that's it. Well, Her love of Swamp Thing. That's the whole A story, isn't it? I guess. A yeah. metaphor. Or, but, but I guess the B story would be the... Uh, we, we got like the villains, too, that we're following uh, quite a bit in these episodes. But, I, yeah, I don't that, know. Like, it's just weird. That, that loops into All the ties story, together Because they're yeah, trying to get Swamp Thing. Like the B story is the 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 writer girl and uh, Cassidy or whatever the Blue Devil. The B story was also oh. like hastily written into the A story too. That was that was weird. I don't know. I thought the Blue Devil was a little out of place, but um, uh, yeah, the show's over though. I guess that's it. But I I, I checked out that it's DC so TV. Yeah, I checked out that DC TV podcast thing again because they have a Swamp Thing podcast too so i'm like all right i'll uh I'll, I'll check this out it can't be worse than the batwoman podcast so i'm just gonna was play you the actor well I'm, I'm gonna let you be the judge here uh so <laughs> oh, no. i'm gonna oh, i have no. a, i have one minute I, I just have one minute of the podcast like the very the first minute i'm gonna just play you so let's let's have a listen to that pretty cool music scary it's awesome music. Yeah, I can get into this music. It's like, it's like yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Gonna talk about the fucking Swamp Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Pretty good so far. A little, little long. I probably should have cut it. No All right, let's, let's get into should've it. Should have added it from... What is this? The telephone um, girl is back. Name, as always, it's, it's I don't Karen. even know if it's the telephone girl. And I'm Wendy. But... <laughs> and Carolyn, this is the last episode of Swamp Thing, and probably the second to last. Maybe we'll have a few more of the podcast. What the hell is this show? 
what is going on with this DC TV fucking podcast network? You got to get she is on speakerphone for uh, on a phone from the 90s. What 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 is this? What am I listening to? Why would you, you put this out? Her phone was invented. I I can take a guess from what I'm hearing. That what the hell is that garbage? Phone. That sounds awful. How is it how does it sound that bad? Both of them. Why do you have the worst sounding one doing the introduction too? You got to have the one who sounds she's the only one slightly who's live better. In the studio. Like the one who introduced, I give her an F for her audio quality. And then the other one, I would also give an F, but not as low of an F. Like it's, it's fucking crazy, man. Like what, what are you guys doing over there at DC TV podcasts? You guys need to get your fucking shit together. Like what, that, these, these the sound awful. DC. Yeah. These podcasts sound awful. Dude, so you're no, two that. for two. We're just going to start calling our shit the DC universe. <laughs> Yeah. Black let's change, yeah let's podcast. let's change the name of our podcast to dc tv podcast and just just to yeah, be a fucking fuck asshole not? this is the real one yeah I guess, apparently just anybody can do it so why not marvel tv podcast the avengers yeah. game tv podcast i mean we can do this we can yeah we could definitely the success do that. Of other companies that aren't failures why not right yeah i think we could do way better than that we're gonna that's, that's fucking terrible deal so again, DC TV podcast needs to talk to fucking me about like, fixing their shit. This is crazy. You're, I think you're going that's on like this, like you've never uh, incurred an issue when live podcasting Friday mornings at yeah. Friday mornings at midnight. Like we run into issues from time to time. Like the studio audience didn't show up yeah. in as many droves this time as they had previous weeks. <laughs> but I mean, every live podcast goes through issues. You gotta like overcome it on the fly. And sometimes it's a it's a game of uh. I'm guessing, you know, hit or miss. It might hit, you might miss. And that's what happened with them. They missed on that one, but they make but up for it. They're missing every time, like though. Do. They're missing every time. You they're they're to, batting you average is zero. You've a two-minute clip of them. You don't know that for sure. I I checked out the uh, this awful thing. I I, ch- I also checked out. Yeah, but that's all it takes. Like this is the finale episode. They should have their shit together by now. No, They've had at she least said 10 there episodes. might be one or two more episodes. Whatever, whatever. It's the finale of the show so episode. So fuck you though. for not listening to them. You're you're writing them off without even giving them the yeah. correct dues. Yes, you can still I write them off because it sounds terrible. Show. No, you got to you got to that's what people do. You're that's the one how they who listen. Picked a random episode instead of the intro episode. I didn't pick a random. I picked you. the latest episode. I picked the latest Which episode, not you. the random episode. Instead of, Sounds terrible. So you didn't pick episode one. And give I picked them a the latest the one. That's how I do it. Just the latest episode. And that's the only one where they had the issues with their live chat. <laughs> or I doubt it. Show. You you tell me which episode to try, and I will check right now and see if they have episode it. one. Episode one. Oh yeah, episode yeah. one's gonna sound better. You start better with than a bang. Episode ten. You start with a bang, yeah. like we did, like Ralph and I did all those yeah, years ago. Fucking bang! That that bang of episode one, which was so bad that we had to trash it like seven times when we tried <laughs> yeah. re-recording it. I mean, not all live podcasts are gonna be hits, you know. Yeah, I guess it, it's a growing process, dude. Well, anyway, that uh, they need There's to talk to me. They're growth. not even trying. They're not even trying over there. Podcast Gerbil's Donnie over here. I also listen to the Stargirl podcast. Uh, Why is there a Stargirl sounds, one? Just for a character on a TV show? What the fuck? <laughs> this is awesome. Let's just start. Our, dude, which character did they not do one? Did, did they have a Hawk and Dove one? Uh, I don't know. Official DC we do Hawk we're the official DC TV Hawk and Dove podcast. We're just going to talk about Thad Castle episodes of Blue Mountain State the entire time in AC. <laughs> yeah. I'm, calling it, I'm trademarking that one right now. By the way, yeah. did you trademark Logskip for us? Have you worked on that yet? 
patented? I, I put it. I put it in the podcast title, so that means it's trademarked. So it's officially patented. It's official. Yeah, official. Cool. Yeah. All so, right. Like, so you'll just have to take a title this one DC Universe or DC TV Universe dot net or whatever the fuck they call that <laughs> yeah. system. The Hawk and Dove podcast. Yeah, Hawk and Dove Radio. So we get dibs on it. Yeah. This one is called Swamp Thing Radio. So if you guys want to, yeah, check them out. It's uh, unlistenable, so I recommend it. Wait, why are you recommending that I check it out if it's so horrible? <laughs> Just so you can see, it's like it's like watching a it's like watching a car crash. Check. Wait, wait, wait. No, check that out, and then immediately switch over and check us out, so that we sound that much fucking better. Yeah, by comparison. Yeah, we sound amazing. Boom, brilliant. Good thinking. It's way man. better. We're not working in studios here, but we make this fucking work. Any anybody can make it work. All right. Just a like live this, studio. This audience. room is, yeah. Like the, the room I'm in is absolute fucking garbage for recording. It's just all plain white walls, just sound bouncing around everywhere, and it still works. So, and I'm there too. What is a speakerphone? Yeah. And what is the speakerphone bullshit? Yeah. Dave's on speakerphone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm recording yeah. him into my microphone. Yeah. Because we're yeah. professionals, goddammit. That's right. And we act like it. Yeah. Cunt. Yeah. Very cunts. Um, so yeah, I guess let's let's uh let's go ahead and wrap things up here. I probably got to get ready for work soon, but um, oh, wait, wait, again next quick. week for so, more podcasts. World War Z reviews. the video game. Wait, wait, wait. World oh, okay, War Z the ahead. video game. It is one thousand percent just Left for Dead the video game. Um, oh, nice. Not zombie pyramids like you were hoping for. Like they have reverse zombie pyramids where sometimes oh. they're. So when you play a multiplayer map, what it is is they just randomly will like give you a countdown. And then a horde of zombies will just enter the map. And I was just killing all the zombies because you get like 5 XP points per zombie you kill during those. But really what you want to do is you just want to leave them alone. And they will overswarm your like enemy team and sometimes your teammates. And they will kill them and they'll just get killed and you'll get points for the kills. So I was Ooh. fucking that up and not realizing that at first. But yeah. It is exactly Left 4 Dead. It is awesome though. I, I actually do like okay. it. It is a cool game. All right, maybe I'll check it out. All right, what do you want to read next week? So I picked X-Force, Sin Sins of the Past. It's a 2019 new X-Force series, so it's probably going to be god-fucking-awful shit, and I'm going to regret it, but here's hoping. <laughs> All right, is there Deadpool I'm, in I'm this? I'm not optimistic. Fuck no. I wouldn't pick it if oh. it was Deadpool in it. <laughs> All right, well, too bad. Gwenpool. It's just Gwenpool. Oh, okay, good, good. At least we have that. Yeah. I'm going to pick... I'm out of train books, by the way, so now i got to go back to regular stuff. I know. (laughs) I don't know. How on earth is there not more train media? (laughs) I was surprised, too. I couldn't couldn't find... Like, nobody's compiled a list of podcasts... Or, fuck, of um, comic Comic books books that that feature trains. The word train? Yeah, no, that just feature trains. They don't all feature trains. They just have to have trains in the title. Yeah, yeah. So that like that was all the love. comics that, that have train in the trains. Title. No, it didn't, but it had train in the title, so that's why I picked it. And there's a train on the cover, so I could only assume that there would be a train in the book, but there that wasn't. Was a metaphorical love train, though. Yeah, it's a speed and locomotive of love. <laughs> Boom! Metaf- I finally got what a metaphor is. Yeah, you got it. I, I just hope that uh, this this book has a train in it. I'm gonna pick Spawn, Enemy of the State. And that would be that's that's Spawn issues, two eighty four to two ninety. 
so this is like a newer one. Yeah, yeah, it's I a newer think, one. I think it just 300 came out. is the one that they just like came out with, right? Uh, yeah, there, yeah. They had something about like Todd McFarlane was coming back to do the artwork for it because there's a special yeah. ceremony for it. Cool. Sure. So I've I've never read Spawn, so I guess that'll be fun. No, we read Spawn specifically because I had never read it. So we read it once for me. I thought. Oh, we did. It was him versus Batman, didn't we? I don't remember that. No, I don't think we did. Oh, hmm, maybe maybe next week. Someone check the archives and tweet us yeah, and let us know what we've read because we're not going to. Have I forgotten? It. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, have we forgotten we what we read already? Not going Damn. To. All right. Um, okay, so join us next week for Spawn, Enemy of the State, uh, X Force, Sins of the Past, and also Arrow Season Three, Episode Twenty Three. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at DC the God. We're at Giraffes HBT Pod. Patreon.com slash Giraffes have black tongues. That's right. Good job. Okay. Uh, I was waiting for you to say yes or no because I didn't know if I had to re-redo it. Re-record it. You got it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> All right. com slash Daniel Burbank where you can listen to his music including this song. All right. Boom, now that was a hell of an outro. Right. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Real quick before we go here, we're just going to check this. Uh, I downloaded this episode of uh, the first episode. Um, episode one origin stories i guess it's episode i don't know it says uh zero is that it's numbered episode zero but it's titled episode one so already they're fucking up here let's hear how they sound this is the very first episode of swamp thing radio i'm just gonna put it up to the microphone here Uh, I'm going to skip this. I love this 78 minute intro sound. Swamp Thing Radio, your source for all things related to the DC Universe's Swamp Thing TV series. My name is Carolyn. Huh. And I'm Wendy Ryan, also known as Catcar underscore Carl on Twitter. Uh, Welcome to the inaugural episode of Swamp Thing Radio Podcast. In this episode, we'll be letting you know. All right, all right. So there you have it. It still sounds like shit. But I'm su- surprisingly, like, I-, I am floored that one of them doesn't sound like shit. But yeah, they're still talking into a goddamn speakerphone. So it's still unlistenable. Look, look, not every podcast duo can be in the same room in front of the same live studio audience every fucking week, man. Cut them some yeah. slack. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about speakerphone right now in front of this live studio audience. Yeah. Actually, we're not. That was a lie. I don't know yeah. why I said that. But, but why is the other girl... Are they both on speakerphones this week, or is the other girl... I don't know. Equipment and just because it sounds <laughs> so much different. Like, it does. The first yeah. Girl sounds. It still sounds like she's on a speakerphone, but she sounds so much better this time. Yeah. The other girl sounds and then the like other she's coming just... in on a conference call from like 1987. Yeah, maybe maybe episode 10. They like they just they both are on speakerphone. They called into their studio. They're just both being recorded from speakerphones. Maybe I I don't know how you would even do that, but I guess that's what they did. All right. So. DC Live TV Universe or whatever the fuck it is. We'll be on that next week. Check us out. Yeah, hell yeah.